welcome back. I'm Abby and I'm here with Eve, Jess and with our special guest Catherine. Hello everybody. Welcome to the podcast Catherine. Thank you very much. It's very nice to have you here. I hope it's nice to be here. (laughs) So uh, we've been told that you have a very interesting past and we were wondering if we could ask you a few questions about it. I hope it's not that interesting. <laughs> yes, you may though, Abby. Go ahead. Uh, so where are you like, from initially? I was born in Cardiff in South Wales a few years ago now. But I moved to Ireland when I was 10. Uh, my dad got a job over here, so we all moved over here for a year initially. So that was a little while ago. So it kind of stayed, it stayed a bit longer than the initial year. That's really cool. And did you yourself enjoy school? Or what was your favourite subject when you were in school? Oh, my favourite subject was maths. I loved school. Um, it was, looking back, uh, it was probably a lot more fun than, or and a lot more messing that should have happened. But yeah, it was great. I went to an all-girls school um, and it was a very small school, but I really enjoyed it. We had a, a good laugh. Did you play any sports or befo- perform in any plays in school? No, definitely not plays. The first time I ever performed in a play was a pantomime here. And I got kind of, uh, I want to say blackmailed into doing it. Um, but I played sport. I played hockey. And my, my biggest claim to fame to date was that we won the senior league with my hockey team when I was in fifth year. That's really cool. And um, what pantomime was it, if you remember? What pantomime was it? It was this. I don't know whether it was the first one in this building or the second one in this building. That's terrible. I can't remember. It's obviously blocked it from my memory. It was so bad. (laughs) What did you do when you left school? When I left school, I did a business and computing course, like the the PLC courses that are available today. Um, It was a one-year diploma course, and I knew I wanted to work in like a bank or an insurance company. It was very different then. You tended to, a lot more people tended to go straight from school or a PLC type course straight into work. So I went to work for a, one of the insurance companies in the city centre, right in the middle of Dublin, and I loved it. I was there for about 12 years and really, really enjoyed it. And we've been told that you had a really interesting job in the army. Would you like to tell <laughs> us a little bit about that? I think that maybe somebody was winding you up. I definitely was not in the army. <laughs> uh, not that I can remember anyway. Um but uh, I don't even think I was in anything that could s- remotely resemble the army. I think the, the worst thing I was ever in was the Girl Guides. <laughs> <laughs> so we've been winded up a bit. I think so. What made you decide to look for a job in the school? Well, I had had a couple of part-time jobs when I left the insurance company, uh, when my kids were smaller. I worked part-time in an insurance brokers and then in an IT company. And... Um, I kind of, initially I was thinking I'd love to work in a school because my kids were getting a bit older. They were both in secondary school or one of them had actually left secondary school at that stage. And I enjoyed kind of working with children in kind of a, a, a youth work kind of area, if you like, and thought, you know, maybe a school setting in an admin setting would be something that would, you know, challenge me and that I would enjoy as well. Uh, definitely not a teacher. I'm definitely an admin person. So this job came up and I thought I would just go for it and see how it got on. And yeah. it was great being here at the very start. Really, really good. 
And what would you say is your favourite part of your job here in Temple Carrig? Uh, seeing all you guys, definitely. Oh. I think during lockdown, a lot like I could do a lot of my work from home um, much easier than, say, the teachers could. You know, once I have my laptop and all my files and all my paperwork, I can work away. But the thing I really, really missed was seeing all of you guys every day and just catching up with what's going on with all of you. And I have to say, it's the thing I miss at the moment as well is because we don't see as much of you guys as we used to because you're not passing the office between classes and stuff like that. And it is really difficult. You kind of like, sometimes I see somebody outside and I think that's the first time I've seen them all year, which is mad. What is one of your favourite memories here in Temple Carrig? <laughs> uh, oh, I have lots and lots. <laughs> um, one of my favourite ones. One of the silliest ones is probably in the very first year when we were in the Porter Cabins. It was the day of the first year hike. So everybody had gone apart from me. I stayed behind. And people, the kids were coming back, you know, in, in dribs and drabs. And there was about six of the boys had arrived back. And I suddenly heard this mouse in the office behind me. Well, I ran. <laughs> I do not like mice <laughs> or rats. And so I ran all the way down the corridor, not quite screaming, but certainly the lads knew that something was up with me. That's definitely one of my favourite. Um, the other one was from last year when the lads were going off to play the Senior Cup and everybody lined the corridors and cheered them out. That was great. Um, yeah. They're probably two of my most favourite. Yeah, the sense of school spirit here is just so good. Um, it is. I love the atmosphere, especially during matches. I'm going to miss it a lot now. With yeah, COVID. it's very different this year, isn't it? Uh, like, how did you feel about the changes that have happened like because of the coronavirus? Um, I think as a school, we've coped remarkably well. I think we were very lucky at the beginning because we were so used to being on iPads and everything that um, it definitely made it th much easier for us, for the teachers and for you guys, I think, to, to kind of cope with the online learning. As Jessica said, it's really difficult. You kind of, you do miss that kind of sense of community and school spirit and everything um, because, you know, you don't have the same interaction. Um, has Temple Carrick been your favourite place to work, even though it can be very busy? I mean, there's a lot of students... I just hope nobody else from any other job I've worked in is listening to this, but I don't imagine they are. Yes, it is, definitely. Um, as uh, I said to Mr. Cox, probably in the first year, if not the first year, maybe the second year, I may have had to wait a very long time, but I definitely found my dream job. Oh. <laughs> so how did you find quarantine this year? Because I know I struggled personally. Uh, initially, I didn't find it too bad. Um, because it was uh, like I was working away. I found it a bit difficult working at home with everybody else at home as well. Um, it was sometimes hard to get kind of more than half an hour to do anything. Um, I did f find that I missed people an awful lot as well. And uh, even not being able to travel to do things like my parents live in Wicklow and I haven't seen them for a few weeks now because I live in Dublin and it's been stage three for the last a uh, few weeks so things like that you do miss and you miss meeting it particularly over the summer when you're used to having so many kind of social events and barbecues and things like that and I had a big birthday while we were in lockdown which was really difficult oh happy <laughs> late birthday um 
So, yeah, it, it has been very hard. And I've actually found the last few weeks quite difficult, you know, with um, moving to, to stage three or phase three or whatever. And you kind of think, oh, here we go again. Well, thanks so much for coming on, on to the podcast. You are very welcome, ladies. We loved having you here. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. If you like pina colada. Welcome back to the podcast. Today we got Danny, Michael, Nick. And today we're going to be talking about a bit of foster care, a bit of adoption, and a bit of about abortion. What our views are about it. A bit of a serious one. Take a little step back and look about it. What do you think about adoption? What's your opinions on it? I, oh, I don't know. I don't want to say the wrong thing here to offend anyone. But in my opinion, I think... I think family is more than biological. Definitely. So I think if you're if you're a, a kid that's adopted, um, I think it's important to view it like they. I mean, they obviously kind of are your family, but it's kind of important to view your say say like say your adopted your adopted father and your adopted mother. I think it's important to view them more towards the side of your parents because they're the ones that have taken care of you and they're the ones that have raised you yeah throughout your childhood anyway i still think it's a good idea to uh keep in touch with your biological parents though and not just take them out of your life completely sometimes it is harder though because yeah. sometimes you don't have contact with them yeah, no, yeah, yeah but uh mikey what you think uh i think it's great but as much as like it is great i don't think i could ever see myself doing it yeah unless i have to uh, just my opinion fair enough i think in the day everyone has their problems some can't get out of them some can and some things lead to great things like uh sometimes you get adopted you have better opportunities better chances a lot better life for yourself it's a lot i feel like a lot of the time it's also teen pregnancies um, they have the child and then they come from uh, more of a disadvantaged background and they want their child to have a better life for them. Definitely. So they put them up for adoption for the reason of they don't really want to be a young mother. They can't take father. care of them. They don't have exactly. the financial what annoys, me, what annoys me about a lot of movies lately as well, about movies where child's adopted from a cruel home or they're adopted, they're put into a cruel home. A lot of that stuff doesn't happen. It's like a, mm. I say that's like a once-off and a thousand chance of happening. Yeah, like an abusive family, and they have to get checked out before you'd actually get adopted. Yeah, so. you have to get a guard of vet before you can do any of that. So yeah, the chances of that happening are very slim. And then at that, yeah, I, w- I went to primary school with uh, this guy, and his mum does a lot of foster foster work. She, yeah. takes, she takes care of a lot of kids. And what she's doing is great. She's taking these kids that are coming from more disadvantaged backgrounds, I'd, I'd like to say, um, where their parents have done wrong in the past and can't take care. Um, This woman, I don't really know if I should be saying names, but so I'm not. But th- this woman, anyway, in particular, she's doing a wonderful job of raising these three kids at the moment. And... I've 
I've known them for quite a while now, just because I, I went to primary school with this guy. But um, yeah, they're they're doing good and they're in a really nice family. Yeah, it's that more common these days. Like, uh, me myself, I'm first child. In case you didn't know, and uh, yeah, when I was younger, I got I was uh, brought to a different family because obviously my mom had problems when she was just younger, so I got taken somewhere else. Obviously, it's this year. All worked out in the end. It came to a better family, better opportunities. Not even better family, just more opportunities here. A lot better schools. A lot better everything here. So very yeah. lucky in a sense. Yeah. What do you think about abortion? Oh, abortion know. again. I I, I don't really like. Mm. I don't really believe that. Well, I do believe that that someone should have a choice in having abortion. But I think if you have the child and you can't take care of it, you should either put it up for foster care or yeah. at least try instead of just getting rid of it altogether. That's that's the thing. I think that's why I think adoption and uh, foster care is actually quite important because, like, I think I think all life matters. But whether whether you're old, young, or not old or not young. <laughs> Like um, it like it, it it all matters at in the end. Like I don't think you wanna see anyone anyone die. I know what you're saying, but at the same time, over in poor countries, a lot of them have rapes, and then yeah. they can't have the baby or they'll die because they're too young. They haven't gone through the proper things yet to adjust with their body. Yeah, and then they can't take care of the children because they can barely take care of themselves in some damn countries. But then, same time, it's just not right to have kill the baby. That baby could have cure for cancer for all we know. Like yeah, but so. at the same time, when a mother's in danger in giving birth from like she could die and the baby survives or the other way around, it's kind of it's quite strange because you don't know what's who's in the right and wrong. Yeah, in my opinion, I don't think there is a right and wrong there. It's mother's decision. She knows yeah. best. Like. That's, that's why I think it was a good idea to legalize abortion in Ireland. So there's just a choice there. Yeah. If, if you need to, if you like physically could not take a child, abortion is there for you to, if you need to. And not even just that as well. If you bring them to a disadvantaged home where you can't take care of yourself as well, what's the point in having a child if you can't, like, can't give it a stable home, just sort of way? Yeah, no, I, I actually agree with Danny on that. I, at the start, I was a bit, I wasn't too sure, but I, I agree with Danny on that. Yeah. Uh, well, I definitely agree with that. I think abortion is a good option in Ireland. It's nice to have the choice as well, because then you feel more comfortable. Then you know whatever you're doing, it's your decision. It's not forced mm-hmm. upon you. Anyway, boys, we'll leave it at that today. Cheers. Thanks for joining us, Nick. Yeah, cheers Mike for having me on. Thanks for having See me. See Hello, welcome back this morning. I'm Hugo. I'm here with Michael, Davey the producer, Rick Bone in the corner, Nick and Steo. How are you doing, boys? Doing well. And you? I'm, I'm pretty good. good. I'm pretty good too, Hugo. Thank you very much for asking. 
So today we'll be talking about video games and the first topic we're going to go on to is the PS4 and Xbox War. I'm going to ask Theo's opinion, then Nick's going to move on to other boys. Did you just say Xbox 4? <laughs> Xbox 4. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox 4. No, Xbox, Xbox. PS4. I knew, I knew uh, said PS4. I, yeah, no, PS4, Xbox, same boys, thing. If I'm honest, I think the digital version is just a waste. It's a money-making scam because all the games that you buy online are full price. You can the disc versions, you can get them pre-owned, way cheaper. Exactly, that's that's my opinion on it as well. If you want to go cheaper uh, and go um, digital, go ahead. But anyway, that was my opinion at the start. Was I thought I was just gonna get the digital one because it was cheaper at the start. But then looking into it, looking into the prices of the games, they're like ninety euros. So I was like, you, you may as well just go for the the disc one and just buy second-hand discs, you know. Boys, what do you think games this year? New Assassin's Creed. Oh, that looks so fresh. Looks very good. It looks so cool. Definitely I've, want to watch. I haven't played Assassin's Creed since Unity or Black Flag. I can't Black remember. Black Flag was a serious game. But That's I think the pirate one, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, it was so and good. Yeah. It's like Vikings, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. My favorite, though. Like, you can't go wrong with Assassin's Creed Unity. Definitely. Like, it's so, so, it's so good. So complicated, though, Unity. Yeah. No, Assassin's Creed 2 is top class. Honestly, on the Xbox 360. He's not wrong. He's got a point. I can't say I played that one. My Xbox <laughs> 360. Xbox 360 was just the way to go. Like, if you didn't have an Xbox 360. Boys, do you think these games are good? Lego Star Wars Saga series. Best game I've ever played. Top class. It's Quali so quality. Like, quality. it's it's out on PlayStation now uh, with the new games. So you can actually still play them. They're actually, like, they're just so good. Like, they're just the best games quality game i can't lie i played it on the wii and i do not regret it one bit buying that game beautiful good Love investment it. good investment yeah well let's be honest here if you have not played the rango video yeah i've never i don't i can't say i've played the rango video game. <laughs> i don't think i've played it either <laughs> <laughs> right. like, I, I watched the movie, but I, I can't say that I played the I video. I think that was the single weirdest movie I've ever watched. <laughs> yeah. I can't understand any of it. All right, I'm gonna ask your opinion now. Xbox or PlayStation? You first, Stephen. Well, I have to go with the Xbox. It's overall a better console. It's overall a better console. Mm. The PS4 maybe a more exclusive. It's fair enough. The new Spider-Man, Miles Morales one. That's the Xbox for me. You know what? I actually can disagree with you on that one. That was proven like that's better running, better yeah, graphics. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's still, it's got, it's got actually it's got better spec and stuff. But like I just PlayStation. <laughs> I can agree with the games, but I have got Xbox on the same Xbox just better every way. It's different. Like yeah. for me, I would say PlayStation. I used to play Xbox, but I switched over to PlayStation around two years ago and have not looked back since. Got Spider-Man as my first game, and that made me like love the console more than Xbox. I ever loved that one. To be honest with you, I respect anyone that plays these video games. Like, at the end of the day, they're all the same. Let's be honest here. Yeah, yeah. So we're all games. waiting for what we're all waiting for is a cross-platform between Xbox and PlayStation. Yeah, that'd like be a good. collab, like fully, like on every yeah. game. Yeah, on they every have game. a few games, but they have uh, Fortnite, for instance. You can. Yeah, Cross like platform on that, but like we we don't we don't want to play Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> like let's let's just everyone agree on this that um PCs are overrated. I have both, and to be honest with you, um I prefer a console to a PC just because it's easier to use. You can be, get more comfortable when you're playing. 
I mean, that might change for other people, but that's just my opinion. What are yours? I agree with that, Hugo. I think PCs are very expensive, like, and you can do the same with PS4. You might better graphics, better frames per second, that, but I have to agree, consoles are better, cheaper option. The other thing about PlayStations is you can actually plug a keyboard and mouse into them if you really wanted to. Yeah, exactly. So If you were better on a PC than using a controller, you can still yoink in a keyboard, yoink in a mouse and play a bit of whatever you're playing. It's vice versa, like not so plugging the controller. Yeah, exactly. It's just quality. Let me ask your opinions on some of the Star Wars games, because I know we were talking about Lego Star Wars, but what do you think of the newer games, like Lego Star Wars Battlefront 2 and stuff? Uh, okay, you go. Um, so I have like <laughs> Davy. Um, so for me, I really like Star Wars Battlefront games. Uh, I think they're really well done. Sometimes they can get a bit repetitive, but yeah. I think with the second one, they added like the story mode into it, and yeah. it was something different. It was like you were the empire instead of the republic you were as, yeah as soon as i downloaded as soon as the update came out i i played the campaign mode for like until i completed i completed in like a day or something yeah it like is i just did it fast they're my favorite games though you just get lost in for the day yeah you can just chill out not even have to look at your phone not when when it's those rainy days when you're playing a bit of campaign mode like Christmas morning when you get a new game. Yeah. Uh, do, do you know what was also a good campaign mode? Like, I'm not just saying this, but the Call of Duty World War II was insane. I and watched I was, all the videos on that because I never got it. See, so I watched videos on campaign. It looked so good. Yeah, it was, I, play it. I just think it was, yeah, no, I, I think it was just really well done. Like, the way the way it was on D-Day, you, you rock up in the boats. Yeah. Like, it was just quality. Good graphics as well. Yeah, very good. Um, on the topic of Star Wars, um, what's your opinions on the new films that have been coming out recently? Rip-offs. None of them should have been a film, in my opinion. The only good thing to come out of them films was Kylo Ren, in my opinion. Yeah. What enough. do you think? I can see where you're coming from, but... Don't I, get I, me wrong, they're good movies now, but yeah, like they, no, they shouldn't have done it. I was about to say, they, they were all good movies, but I think they... Like, I, I don't think some of the characters fit in with the saga. Yeah, they tried to add too much into it to make more money. And the way Disney took over Star Wars, they did that to add a bit more money, I think. They just ruined it for me. Yeah. They should have made that separate sort of thing. Like, yeah, they should have just kept going the way with the simple stuff. Yeah, they like, tried to overcomplicate. Yeah, the movies were just... I, I thought the movies, the first the first five movies, I think, were the best. I love yeah. I love Star Wars myself. I think the concept of it is brilliant, like space, fuck, uh, yeah. like flying around. Like space, let me just say, space is one of the most interesting topics. Like, it's just like the best thing. What do you mean interesting? Expand on it. Space, yeah. it's just space. Like it's everlasting. Like you, you can't really go wrong with it. Like it's, there's so much to, we, we like we've, we haven't even touched the like top of the iceberg with space. Like. You know what I mean? Like, it's so big, like, it's always expanding. And there's so much out there, like, we don't even know. Like, like it also brings up the questions of aliens. Like, do you do you actually think that we're the only form of life out here? That's not possible. Surely there has to be another form. No chance we are the only ones. How, like, the size of space is, like, you can't wrap your head around it. 
and the fact that some people think we are the only ones out there is ridiculous to me. Yeah. How, like, how can you there's, think that? There's no way. Like, and there's actually, there's actually evidence <coughs> to show there was um there was a study shown, well, a study done anyway, to see at, we were trying to find out how many other planets there could have been like Earth in the in space at the moment that we could think of. And I, I, I'm not sure what calculation we done, but there was a calculation done, and we figured out. I, I'm pretty sure that there was about nearly a bit over ten thousand planets like Earth. Well, that could be like Earth, just in in our galaxy. Yeah, that's all we know about. That's like. in our galaxy, and think about all the millions and ten millions and triple hundred millions of galaxies that there is in space. Like, well, like, do you not think we should? Uh figure out what's on our earth first because we haven't discovered the best half of stuff here yeah man we haven't we have we haven't even discovered the all the ocean like we don't we i'm pretty sure we know more about space at the moment than we do about our own ocean isn't that mad we haven't even been to the deepest part of the sea yet you know that we don't yeah. even know where that is exactly. the you sort of way down there and it could be some like alien four-legged with fin creature like yeah godzilla or something yeah, like, it's so weird man like, or, like mermaids or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah just see the big giant squids as well like they're mad looking creatures yeah like there's some weird alien looking things like I'm telling you, there's something something weird going on at the bottom of the sea, boys. Just something to end off on as well. I was gonna say, see in Canada discovered that they discovered wrapped in ice, a uh, pterodactyl, Three. twenty feet wingspan, and uh, it's up to I think about sixty feet tall. No way. Yeah, they discovered in, or in Canada in was the this, ice. Was this recently? This is a few weeks ago. Um, no one's even. Listen about like I've heard nothing about this. This this could be something we could look into the next podcast on, boys. Definitely. I like to see that. Uh, I saw on news. Uh, I'll show you later. Anyway, we'll talk about yeah. the next podcast, but anyway, uh, thanks for coming in to listen. Thanks for the chat, boys. Appreciate, Appreciate that. It. Appreciate you having me on. No worries. No Thank worries. You, Hugo. Anyway, uh, hope to see you again next time. Uh, goodbye. <laughs> Hi everyone, welcome back to this week's podcast. I'm here with Julie, Mitchell and Kirsty, and we're going to be talking about countries we've been to on holidays. So, I think everyone here has been to France, have you? Yep. Yeah, I was in France. Marlene, have you Marlene? been to France? Yeah, I have. So, I went to Paris. Did anyone else go to Paris? Yeah, I've been to Paris. Did you go in the Eiffel Tower? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I went on like this like open bus tour around Paris, and then like oh. it ended at the Eiffel Tower, and we all went up. Did you go to the top floor? No, I don't think so. I think when I went, like the top floor was closed off for some reason. So oh, we could yeah. only go to the second top part of it. That's where I went as well. Yeah. Where have you guys been in France? Uh, I was in the south. I, I don't know exactly where, but it was kind of near Carcassonne, which, and it was like an hour away from there. But I don't really know where. It was like a hillside village I went to. Were you like camping or? No, it was in a chalet. Um, the pool yeah i don't i don't know where it was <laughs> i was also in the south it was a place called fraju kind of near nice it's kind of in between nice and marseille um it was a, it was okay yeah i think the the nice beaches, beaches are really nice yeah. in the south yeah. they're good for surfing and stuff yeah i was on it was a campsite place where you could come in in like a caravan or bring your tents but we were in like mobile homes kind of I think it I've stayed in a place similar near Yeah, there. and then there's kind of pools and like tennis courts and all. So you can kind of do whatever. 
Has anyone yeah. been to Monaco? Yeah, I went to Monaco when I was in France. It's kind of Is that an island nearby. of France or is it no, like a it's, country? It's in, like it's on the mainland, but it's its own little country. It's, I think it's called a principality. Is it a tax haven? Yeah, you don't have to pay. Oh. You don't have to pay tax. Oh, is it's that like why you always see like the... It's where all the rich people live. The rich places. Yeah, it was so like, there was like expensive cars everywhere and the buildings were like all made, like they were all luxury hotels and apartments and all and all the boats we were by the harbor it's kind of it's a harbor area and by the harbor you can just see all the really expensive boats and yachts and all it sounds kind of like uh Puerto Banus in Spain has yeah, anyone been there yeah I haven't no it's so fancy there it's all the like the beach clubs with celebrities and the marina and all yeah I saw like a three-story yacht and it was huge <laughs> yeah I've yeah. only been to Barcelona when I went to Spain yeah. It was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we went with hockey there this time last year, actually. It's coming up to a year ago. We were lucky we got to go when we did. Yeah, because... If it was later in the third year, we probably wouldn't have got to go. Yeah. And we were lucky to just go at the time anyway, because there was riots going on. Yeah. We oh, weren't yeah. allowed to wear our school colours. Which is red and yellow, yeah. Yeah, what was the story with that? They were the colours of the Catalonian flag. Yeah, yeah. so we so couldn't like go around in them. Because they were like protesting in it, so people would think we were as well. Do you know what the protests were about? I actually Not don't really. Know. It was uh, did they, they want to be their own country? Yeah, they're trying to get independence, the Catalonians, to be their own country. Or they want to break away from Spain. Uh, okay, what part of Spain are they? They're top right. Uh-huh. What do you mean like what district? Or like area, I'm Yeah, not just sure. like area. I'm not sure. Yeah. Has anyone been anywhere else in Spain or? Yeah, I've been to Marbella. It was really nice. <laughs> Rachel, yeah. where have you been in Spain? Uh, Spain, I've been to Valencia when I was really young. I just kind of stayed near the beach. Um, and then I went to Marbella a few years ago and I stayed near Puerto Banus. And yeah, that, that was really nice. Um, yeah, that is a nice area. Yeah, that's, that's all I've been to in Spain. Yeah, when when we went for um, hockey, we went shopping, and the shopping center is actually good. And we actually made a few friends. Yeah. Were you with me when we? No, I saw them though. It was the Spanish people who were around our age. Yeah. We were talking to them. Yeah. I I was in the group after, so I came out after and just saw everyone talking to all the Spanish <laughs> people. Yeah, we stayed in um, a like water kind of hotel yeah or um, no oasis oasis, oasis. Splash or something yeah there was a pool did i don't think judy went in the morning i no, went I one didn't. of the mornings i got there up was a, bit a water park to go. but it was closed do you yeah, remember that? there was slides but because of the time of year because it wasn't like peak season yeah it wasn't the slides weren't open i haven't really been anywhere else in Spain. i've been to th- some of the islands like i went to mallorca and lanzarote and places yeah Who's been to Italy? I haven't, no. No. I think I went for a day (laughs) when I was staying in France. I went. I went there skiing in the Alps a few years back around Christmas time and it was really nice. It was uh, like snowing and all. And it wasn't like a big city we were at, but it was like small little cafes and stuff. It was really nice. Yeah, I've never been skiing. I'm kind of... I don't know if I'd like it or not. I think I'd rather hot, like hot yeah. summery places. holidays. Yeah, yeah I mean, I would like it, but. It was still fun though, but I was sick for like three 
out of the seven days oh, here no. there. And oh, it was so annoying. It was Christmas as well. I was sick on Christmas Day. Oh. Was it, did you were you in Italy for Christmas then? Yeah, we went with all our like all our cousins and stuff. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, that'd be fun. Yeah, it was. It was great. Hmm. Where else is there? England? Has anyone been to England? Yeah. Yeah, I've been to a few Anywhere places in England. in England. Yeah, I've been a good few times. Kirsty, me and you went to London last year yeah, with school. The second year. Oh, one. yeah, the second year. That seems not long ago at all. Yeah. What did you guys do in um, London? Like, we did went you go in London? Any were you in trips? my group? Were you in the group for the drama thing? Or were you in the Tower of London? You know, there was two groups. Oh, I went to the Tower of London. Yeah, yeah it was really good. We went to, like, a few plays. We saw The Lion King, uh, Romeo and Juliet. And we went to the... The, the globe yeah the globe theater it was uh, it was, was a really that good all, trip. what was it drama music and drama, arts students. Art yeah. Music, I think. Yeah. yeah yeah that's was kind of annoying that it was yeah i, mean, I guess so i remember it was mostly i was about like those. why wasn't tech rap yeah. there or something like but it, it kind of was all, all about drama it was mostly drama yeah, yeah. and yeah, then like the art was because we were going to go to galleries but we didn't yeah. actually get we, to we went to that one that one gallery do you remember the really big building and it had like six floors yeah and it was all like weird walls we had to climb not yeah. climb but like the walls were like concrete yeah that we went to one cool place but we did so much we were only there for one night and two days yeah did um, you guys stay in a motel it, no it was like a, a hostel, hostel yeah. but it was actually and quite we could nice hear the bells from the there was a oh yeah cathedral uh, or a church the, nearby the, it's like Paul? yes Paul's like paul's cathedral, cathedral nearby and every hour a bell just went it was like really loud it was like a f literally five minute walk or like even less yeah i went to liverpool a few years ago with my mom just for a day trip of shopping for my birthday and we went to like all the liverpool outlets and shopping centers and all that and it was really that'd loud. be fun yeah yeah i went to london with my mum as well as london in second year I just did kind of similar went to the shops went on the wheel Oh yeah, the London Eye. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I went to London with my mum, and we went to see like the Tower of London. Um, we went all around, did a bit of shopping. Then we all, w then we were there for a few days. Went over to my mum's friends in Cheltenham. That's a really nice town there. It's really, really beautiful. Yeah, and it's like all this, the old like red brick Victorian houses. Oh yeah, they're all yeah, really, yeah, nice. So really nice. Yeah. Uh, next up, we're going to talk about Malta. Um, You've I, been to Malta here. I've been there. Have you been? Marlena, is it? Just yeah, me, it's yeah. just Marlena. I was staying near uh, like the capital city, Vallada, and it was really nice. But there was like a big contrast between the rich and the poor. Like there was um, literally five minutes away, there was like poor towns and slums and stuff. And you could tell that it wasn't really like distributed well. And they have a lot of history of war and stuff. So all their food is kind of like a mix between Italian and English because it's been uh like invaded and stuff in the yeah. past like there's loads of colonization there but it, it was really nice and we went to like the blue lagoon and stuff it was great for swimming yeah i've seen photos it looks like it's really nice water yeah it was has anyone been to australia i've always wanted to go to yeah, australia I, like the dream. I went when i was when i was younger i went in third class because my auntie and my cousins lived there it was really good. We went, we kind of did all the touristy things, but we also just, we went for three weeks. And oh, we that's kinda, a long time. Yeah, because yeah. it takes like a day to get there. So we went to the zoo and then in the zoo, there was cable cars, you know, the, oh, you yeah. know what those are, the like yeah. ones, I don't know how to describe them, but they're really good and you got such a good view. 
And it's also really weird because we went at Christmas. It was really weird having hot weather at Christmas. Oh like, yeah. we were there on Christmas Day and we were sitting outside having a barbecue. <laughs> it was really weird. Uh, that's all we have time for today, but we'll see you next week on our podcast. <laughs>